Hello, hello, guys. Welcome back. You are listening to Wrong Reasons Girls podcast. We are podcasting for the right reasons. But if you ever find us on The Bachelor or the new Bachelor Golden Years, it will be for the wrong reasons. I hope you know I will kill my husband and go on that show. Anyways, how are you doing, Leah? I'm doing really well. I'm sorry that I was like really being so distracting when you were recording that. You were vibing. Um, <laughs> I was vibing. I was really connecting with everything you were saying. But I'm doing so great. How are you? I'm so good. So, what are your thoughts on this episode? There's oh, a lot going on. This was maybe the best episode of like The Bachelor. Well, maybe not the best episode of The Bachelor I've seen. I think that that's reserved for Sean Lowe's season when Tierra goes home. But <laughs> anyway, anyway, Ugh. this this was a contender. There was so much that went on, and like I don't know. There were so many plot lines, and they were all so good. I'm what did pretty you think? Sure I texted you. I might have texted someone else, but I'm pretty sure it was you, and I said, this is my favorite episode of The Bachelor I've ever seen. You did text me that. I because think I, I probably texted you this, the same thing. Oh, no, of course not. No, I watched um, drama. Wrong reasons, girls. Are you kidding me? Exactly. I'm going on for Instagram fame, so I love to see the girls on there for Instagram fame, i.e. Anna which is kind of dead on Instagram. Have you checked up on our Instagram lately? I haven't. You know, I'm so bad at following any of these contestants on Instagram. Well, I refuse to follow them because I don't want to give them the satisfaction of, of my followers. But I do check on them every single day. And Anna's last post was January 24th, and I've checked her stories every single day, and she's not posted a single story either. What's her last name? Redman. It's hard to find her because she like turned off all of these services for you to be able to find her. Did you see hmm. Victoria uh, deleted her Instagram? Oh <gasps> No, mm-hmm. that's the realty. Are you kidding me? Yes. So just to run through things, Victoria deleted her Instagram. And then something I found was interesting because I've also been checking MJ's Instagram. Um, it's, she's verified. She has some of the least followers, I think, out of all of them. She might have, other than maybe the new girls, has the lowest amount of followers, but she got verified. Which I tried to get verified the other day, just on like my main Insta. Go follow it, guys. M A J A L Y A X. Um, I did not get verified, in fact. But you just have to be a notable public figure, so reasonably all of these girls could do it. Especially like Anna, who has more followers than her and is clearly there for clout. But yeah, MJ has. Mm, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. The. Like, if you're counting up from the bottom, she has the eight followers i don't know how many from the top wow two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen she's 13th in place for followers right now in the season of the girls that are left so she's not killing it or anything she's kind of in the middle she was like 35 or something but she got verified and that just screams to me clout chaser i mean i agree mj it'll take a while to get to my thoughts on mj obviously yeah, we, in this we, have we have so MJ. many women to cover before we even can like tap into MJ. Mm-hmm. But before we get into this, ladies and gentlemen, a word from our sponsor. I'm kidding. That'd be really funny if we had that already. <laughs> I mean, if you just like surprised me like that, I'd be so excited. That would be good. I thought about. So, if any of you guys listening have small businesses, please reach out to us. We would love to collab with you and kind of share that small business love on our podcast. And uh, we could work something out. So shoot us a DM at our Instagram, Wrong Reasons Girls, um, across all platforms. The only platform we really have is Instagram, but 
shoot us a DM there. So anyways, let's get into it. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have notes for the first mm, 15 minutes of this episode, and I know you don't have any notes. (laughs) No, I never take notes. I feel so bad. Um listeners Haley's always like asking me or like saying like oh no well, like you don't have notes and I'm like yeah I don't have notes I took notes like one week I was trying to be on top of it um but I don't write anything down ever it's my, my most toxic trait that absolutely hands down is probably the most shocking fact about you without a doubt and I think the most shocking fact about me maybe not if you like really get to know me because I think if people really get to know me like I clean my apartment like floors to ceiling every single day. I'm a pretty tidy person minus my car, but I come across very frazzle brained. And if people knew how often I like take notes and how little you take notes, oh, how the turntables, like it would shift the entire <laughs> paradigm. See, I, I don't think that you come off as frazzled at all. Maybe but, I just feel frazzled all the time. But yeah, the first 15 minutes that neither of us have notes on and then you have notes on post that first 15 minutes. I mean, obviously I have a bachelor-centric brain. I remember it word for word. So it begins with Chris Harrison. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) So if I remember properly, Matt is kind of doing this like ITM where he's saying like, you know, Katie told me a little bit about bullying going on in the house. I'm going to address that. The first part I remember is him coming into this cocktail or, oh, you see these girls getting ready kind of talking about there's been some toxicity in the house, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. Um cut to a cocktail party Matt comes in and he's like hey guys don't bully you fucking bitches stop bullying people like I've heard some rumors and that's not gonna fly in my home and Anna's face is the most guilty looking face I have ever seen no I know like literally her like (laughs) smile is like she's holding it it's down I, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good Anna impression you are And she's just, like, staring at the ground, like, looking back and forth, back and forth. And she's, like, kind of, like, flipping her hair back. Her little Barbie hair with the flip in the ponytail. (laughs) I mean, honestly, it was a great hair look for her. I'm not going to lie. She looked killer, but she definitely looked like this Barbie doll I used to have. No, I mean, yes. I I also kind of want to be a Barbie doll. I've just, like, realized this in the past week. But that's a whole other story for another day. This isn't last week's episode. But (laughs) I know. Guys, I'm so sorry for all the tangents last week. I would say we recorded late. We recorded, like, 8 o'clock. It was not that late. I'd had one shot three hours prior. You know, like... (laughs) I'm currently drinking right now, so I don't really know. Stone cold sober. Actually, if anything, I'll be more on it today because I had so much caffeine. Um, By the time that I got to work at noon, I was like, my hands were shaking uncontrollably. Like I was trying to type stuff into the keyboards and like I couldn't. Like it was bad. I kept like knocking stuff over. Like I was so jittery. I thought I had to buy a Powerade. I was like, like I chugged water and I was still just like shaking. But then a Powerade helped those electrolytes. That's good to know. So much sugar. I but, can't really have know. caffeine. So it's good to know if I do accidentally consume caffeine, Powerade will help. Yeah. I See, I would recommend electrolyte powder because it's better for you, obviously, than like Powerade, Gatorade, I stuff like that. I fuck with Powerade but. so hard. I don't care. I love Powerade. <laughs> okay. This is not something they sell in this quick, tiny tangent because I have a good segue to get back to The Bachelor from this conversation. But before I do that segue, I also keep hitting my mic. So sorry, people. Um... This is something I've only ever seen in Texas and California. I've never seen it in Florida. To be fair, I've never bought a drink from a grocery store or from a gas station in Florida, but it's cucumber lime Gatorade. And it's only in Spanish. And I've only ever seen it in Texas and California. And I drank it every single night, all summer long. 
because that is the best Gatorade I've ever had. I believe you. I've no, I've never seen that. And like I used it's to be so a Gatorade good. fiend. So they don't have the zero version of it, which is usually my preferred. Obviously, yes. But it's okay. But speaking of caffeine, you know who loves caffeine? Anna. (laughs) No, I felt like Anna today at work. She she looks so guilty. She was kind of like, oh, no, like, I'm not going to own up to it unless asked. Well, and if you remember the cut scene prior to this did happen, uh, Matt kind of addressing them. I always feel weird saying Matt. I feel like I have to say Matt James. But if you go to the cutscene of Matt James, um, before he like kind of corrects him and calls him out, you'll hear and see MJ telling Anna, "No, you didn't do anything wrong. Like, girl, you are okay." So this is kind of our first taste of MJ as the villain. Kind of you see in that scene, but you have that general acknowledgement that Anna doesn't really think. I think Anna is a kid who knows that what she did was wrong but doesn't necessarily feel bad about it and is only upset because she's being caught. You know what I mean? Like the kid who eats from a cookie jar and doesn't give a fuck that they're not supposed to have cookies. They are happy that they had that cookie, ate this cookie, and then her mom caught her and she's like, (gasps) that's who Anna is in this moment. She realizes her mom just opened the cookie jar and she could hear that cookie jar lid opening from her bedroom and knows that a reckoning is coming. Oh, for sure. No, like, because I mean, that was definitely me as a kid. I was always so guilty of everything, but oh yeah, I don't know. And like the way she handled it too was like a kid or like, or like a high school girl who like her teacher was like, you know, calling her out for like bullying or like saying something she shouldn't have said. Mm-hmm. She just strikes me as a high school girl in general, but she knows that the reckoning is coming and I was yeah. not expecting it to come in the way that it did. So first, Matt pulls Brittany and is like, hey, what's up? And this poor girl bursts into tears. I now have a love for Brittany because people told me I look like her, so I don't, but I'm going to keep keep that in my heart. And she's in tears like, hey, people told me I was an escort. This is national television. My mom watches this show. Like, This will literally ruin my life. And I liked the way that Matt James handled this because he didn't do it in a way where he was like, oh my God, sex work. Like, I can't believe someone would call you an escort. No, he goes, I can't believe they would lie about you. He in no way shamed sex workers in that. He just acknowledges that was a lie. We're going to address that. And I like that there was no like stigmatization of sex workers in that conversation or that we saw the rest of the episode. I was kind of worried that that would be a thing that happened. No, I agree. I mean, and like, I feel like especially listening to her, like talk about like that could like ruin my life and especially like talking about it not being true Mm -hmm. um like I know that you and I like spent a lot of time talking last week a lot of time the small time we talked about the episode um (laughs) saying like sex work is real work which it is yeah of course but and it is just like so upsetting that she would spread that rumor because like if it is true and it is real work first of all what's the problem with it second of all well, it's still, like, that, federally illegal, minus Las Vegas, right, apparently. Right, right, We were talking about how it is obviously illegal where they are. And it's, like, Anna was saying, I think, maybe in her, like, in the moment, she was, like, I like I said something I shouldn't have said or something. Um, and I was just watching it, and I'm, like, no, you miscalculated. Like, you knew what you were doing. She knew mm-hmm. what she was doing. Oh, she yeah. thought about it, and she prepared, and she said it when she said it. Like, she... There's no way she didn't spend time thinking about how she was going to go about that. No, 100%. Because she did. 
when you wish present she... something in front of a group of people, Anna strikes me as the kind of person with a ton of anxiety. And I know when I'm in front of a group of people, I think about every word, mm, not every word, I say a lot of dumb things, but I gen- generally think about what I'm about to say. And when I do that, I'm 100% cognizant of, okay, this is how the group will perceive me. Anna strikes me as someone who has that kind of level of anxiety. We saw it in her intro in the very beginning of the um, show with her and her caffeine and talking about getting a rash from being so anxious. Like, no, she knew 100% that when she said this in front of a group of people, it would be recognized in a certain way. Yeah, I mean, she knew. Her expression, her tone, everything about it. She had thought about it, she said it. And it's like, I don't want to say this is the kind of thing that I would do because I would hope that I wouldn't say something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But also, I, I've i made mistakes in the past, well, certainly. Yeah. And, like, thought that I would, like, come out, you know, ahead for saying something like that. Like, something against somebody else. And it never works. No. And I'm going to be honest. She, she acted probably the way that I did when I've done this kind of thing, like, in high school or something. And, like I she said, she like, reminds me of a high schooler. Yes. She just, she didn't really own up to it. And I think that like kind of goes back to these girls being so young and like feeding into each other's. Obviously, you and I are, you know, around their age. It's not like we're shockingly old or anything like that. You know, in fact, we're younger than a lot of them. I'm, I'm younger than all of them. <laughs> Kit and I are the same age. So you and Kit are the same age, but but yeah. So technically, I'm younger than all but one of them. But still, like we're kind of around that like same age demographic. Like we would hang out with these people. I have plenty of friends yeah. in the 24, 25 age range, yeah. whatever. And when I'm around my friends who are younger, minus like you and maybe Elisa, shout out Elisa, it tends to bring out the more like immature side of me. So you have these girls that are hanging out with like the younger range of their demographic, like the oldest girl in there is like what, maybe 27 now? Like I'm sure he's gotten rid of kind of all the older girls. No, Maggie's 31, but she kind of seems to be out of the drama. But for the most part, these girls are kind of like they're so heavily skewed to the lower end of that age demographic that it's bringing out the more immature parts of them, if that makes sense. No, it is. Um, yeah, because I mean, I feel like most of the women honestly are not staying out of the drama. They're in it. They're deep in it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't, and maybe this is just me not having seen enough seasons, but I feel like we saw this kind of in Colton's season. We started to see the girls, but I felt like they were still relatively respectful like I don't know you had Champagne Gate and things like that but at the end of the day they weren't was that no that was Peter's season wait who was on Colton's season fuck <laughs> I don't even remember who was on Colton's season anymore Cassie yes Demi um Kaylin Tasha, Hannah G Hannah Brown yeah I know who you're I would say yeah I would say it was a relatively mature group of women and then you just kind of start to see Peter was the next Bachelor and it just kind of went downhill. Like we were like, wow, this is a really catty season. And then this season, I just can't imagine. I feel like it's going to continue to get cattier and cattier as they're casting girls younger and younger and girls that are seeing this being portrayed as what The Bachelor is. Also, the girls are just continuing to get cattier and cattier every season and they don't seem like they're friends anymore, which is very disappointing. Because I kind of like that camaraderie of being sad when your friends leave and that, oh, I want to see them win. I don't know. I just think it's better when these girls are comrades instead of villainizing each other. But I don't know. I think we're going to continue to see younger girls coming on. Yeah, I agree. I just like, I hope that it will turn around because right now I feel like what's happening is that the 
bachelor is getting like younger and cattier and then I guess I guess maybe it was just like Claire kind of in a way saved the franchise because barely well they never would have cast Zach had it not been that's true and Zach Claire. is the gem no he's like totally a gem and I just like I kind of wish that it would get back to like these older age groups where like on some of like the earlier seasons of the show earlier I mean like not even 10 years ago um but <laughs> I'm yawning and trying not to make noise where it, <laughs> where it was just more like the youngest women were 24 maybe and that's like I, mean, I just have a problem with seeing girls my age on the show for two reasons one I'm not as pretty as them and that hurts my soul um but two because now obviously I'm in no place to say that like oh you're not ready to get married because you're too young like my mom was married at 17 Tyler and I talk about getting married like we don't think that'll be anywhere like we're thinking like three or four years down the road but it's at least a topic of conversation so I'm not one to say like oh you're too young to know if you want to get married but I will say in the past four years and I'm sure in the next four years I have grown and matured significantly and this is not to say that these girls are incredibly shallow and don't focus on themselves and self-growth but the way that they come across on the show kind of makes me feel like they don't, you know? Yeah, I mean, we know, obviously, Katie is all about self-growth and reflection. Um, is but she's also else? 29. I don't really know. Oh, is she? Yeah. Hmm. So it's like, okay, well, yeah, it makes sense. Katie's a little more mature. She's, you know, eight years older than some of these girls. So I don't know. Yeah. But we see, I don't even remember where we were when we were talking about this. Um, Barbie, Anna, hair flip, caddy. He pulls Brittany, um, and then he pulls Anna. Okay. Talk about Matt James Lannister fucking cutting these people off at the knees. I've actually never seen Game of Thrones, so if that's a wrong reference. I'm just trying to be culturally relevant. I've um, never seen Game of Thrones either, so yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I can't help. Too much gore for me. I agree. Um, so he pulls Anna in and says, essentially... To make this brief, he says, yeah, that's not really what I'm expecting of my wife. And she does this whole, that's just so out of my character. That's just not who I am. Well, you did it. So it is who you are even a little bit. Well, and it's kind of like, it's one of those things that even if she did do it out of her character, like we just talked about, she made a calculated decision Mm -hmm. and she was wrong about going forward with this whole thing. So it's like, even if it's out of your character, I think that maybe Anna needs to do some more like work on herself to figure out what is her character. Because like, yeah. let's say it was, what brought her to doing that? Trying to be somebody else and like start drama? Like how'd she get there? Huh? You just I have just, to be, a lot of questions. At some point you have to be willing to determine what battles you're willing to take and what battles you should take. And she did not take that into consideration in this conversation at all. But Matt James cuts her off in the knees and you can see her. She's like trying to conjure these fake tears as he's telling her, you did this thing. She's like, <laughs> viewers, you can't see me. I'm fake crying. <laughs> that was so out of my character. She's like trying so hard, sweet numb style to conjure tears. And then Matt James goes, and I just don't think I can continue on this journey. And the flood gates open. Tears start pouring. Because <gasps> she does not give a fuck that she just slandered this girl's name. 
but what she does give a fuck for or fuck about <laughs> what she gives a fuck for what she gives a fuck about is that she will not be on the show anymore and Anna let's be honest you got enough screen time that maybe you'll get sand maybe you'll be on paradise but if a couple other girls rise up later in the season you will not be on paradise um I'm so sorry I really just sound out but no it, it, like Anna's not thriving out here um I wonder if her Instagram's yeah. dropped do you do you follow bachelor data Nope. Never Follow them on Instagram right now. Listeners, okay. <laughs> this will be, if you're into The Bachelor and you're into data, it's so interesting. Let's see if I can show you on the camera. So they have all of these posts, like their followers and how much it's gained and what percentage it's gained every week and stuff like that. So let's see, Anna, she gained 2,000 followers in 24 hours following the episode. Oh, I love this account. Mm-hmm. But that's compared to, like, Rachel gaining almost 50,000. And since then, Rachel's gained more. Rachel's gained almost 90,000 now. Just kind of crazy. Can you imagine getting 90,000 90, followers overnight? No. Okay, I kind of am obsessed with the, um, the pretty woman princess date data. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you guys, go check out this uh, page. It's really nice. And it has a lot of insights into like, so Rachel, we'll talk about it a little later, went on this like pretty woman date, which is what they call it, where, you know, you get all these lavishing goods and shit like that. And other than, I want to say, I know Sean Lowe sent home Leslie mm -hmm. on a pretty woman Leslie date. Leslie H on that date. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe Ben Higgins, someone else sent someone home too. On one of those dates but other than them you tend to go pretty far if you go on these dates like they're a pretty good indicator of how far you'll go okay and i okay i, I can't jump ahead and talk about this date right now okay yeah let's get um, through this this part was yes. the most dramatic and we're literally just no, getting so distracted. like no let's talk about something else it's because i don't else. have notes on it okay anna gets Same. sent home she cries in the limo she did not give a good bachelorette speech she will not be the bachelorette Next, he pulls Ryan. So, okay, actually, first you see these girls realizing that Matt is giving the axe to girls, and they start apologizing left and right. It is the fakest thing I've ever seen, and I was so <laughs> was hoping so funny. that the new girls would not put up with it, and I'm so glad they didn't. I'm so glad that they 100% salted that BS because these girls are like, oh my god, I didn't make like a welcoming environment for you? I'm so sorry, and I'll make an effort to do that again. There's a couple of people I believe it when they say that. Kit, fake. Serena, real. Victoria, fake. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I really like the, the cadence and delivery that you had with that. <laughs> Serena P, I believe. I She just strikes me as like a sweetheart. Kit was that cover your ass, this is a publicity stunt. Victoria was, she just doesn't want to go home. Like when Kit gave her apology, it was because my mom's gonna see us see this. <laughs> when Victoria gave her apology, it was, oh, I don't really want to go home. Victoria, the fact that she didn't get sent home then and there—I mean, I know it was for the drama. I know. It would have been so much more dramatic, in my opinion, had she been sent home and then come back during the rose ceremony. No, I. You're right. I mean, you're right. I have thoughts Victoria. on that recently. So he pulls Ryan now, and Ryan says, uh, yeah, actually, I've experienced some bullying, too. Uh, namely, Victoria, who called me a hoe for being a dancer. 
Hannah, my old roommate, if you are listening to this, I thought of you throughout this entire thing. So Hannah was a dancer. Love her to pieces. She is not a hoe. But 100%, like, I could see someone, like, I could see someone like Victoria calling Hannah, like, oh, you're a dancer? You're a hoe. And Hannah would have whipped that girl right there, like, bitch slapped her across the face. But Ryan, you should have. You should have done it. That would have been so entertaining. No, she should have. I mean, also, like, (laughs) I mean, Victoria would say that. She calls it lots of women hosts See, the thing is, and slots. Okay, like, I get that, she like, does. it sounds bad. And I get Matt James' point. So when so later, next, uh, he confronts Victoria and says, uh, Ryan said, you called me a hoe, or you called her a hoe. And Victoria goes, that was taken completely out of context. And he says, well, in what context is calling a hoe okay? And I get the point he was trying to make. And I do like the point that he made there. And I think coming from Victoria, it was just not a good thing to say. But I also call my friends hoes all the time. I'm like, all right, ho, shut up. Well, but obviously they're not friends. They're That's obviously true not too. friends. If a girl I Victoria's didn't like called me a hoe nice. versus if you called me a hoe, I would have a very different reaction. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, no, like Victoria's a mean person. So why would you think that it was fun and playful when she said that? She's so mean to everybody. And she keeps making these comments in the ITMs like, I'm just a joy. I'm a light. I'm fun to be around. Toxic? Not me. Like, what? (laughs) I mean, when she's like, I, she's like, I am not the cause of the toxicity in this house. To say that is ridiculous. (laughs) She's like, like, I'm so kind. It's nice to everybody. My personal favorite was when she said, do you want someone who causes drama or do you want someone like me? And I'm like, honey, that Venn diagram is a circle. No, a, a dead ass perfect circle. And this is why it's like theories of Victoria being a plant and her being an actress, which I know I kind of debunked. I was like, no, everyone like that's been on TV has an IMDb page. Um, yeah. And she was on Selling Sunset, like you said, right? And yeah, and Becky yeah. Martinez weighed in on that and she had a good point where she was like, the Bachelor's budget is pretty small. They're not going to waste money on an actor when there's crazy right. people who will do this for free. <laughs> exactly. Which is a very valid point, in my opinion. So, like I said, Matt pulls Victoria. They have this conversation. And he just kind of, like, gets up and leaves. There's no real conclusion to this. And you see Chris Harrison come in. He does his Gregorian death chant, ladies. The cocktail party. <laughs> We'll come to a close. We will now go to the rose ceremony. These girls have to be pissed. They're getting no time with him. And we go to the rose ceremony. This is where I have notes finally. <laughs> podcast will pick I'm, up. I mean, literally everybody. Shout out to Haley big time because she is the glue that keeps this podcast together. <laughs> like no. I do nothing. I do nothing. I have a ton of. I free just time. show up late. I've been technically unemployed <laughs> until tomorrow when I'm working at a ski shop in Texas. Tell me how that makes sense. <laughs> like a water ski or snow ski? No, snow ski. I mean, people like to snow ski in Texas. Apparently, okay, wait, do y'all second. have like fake mountains or snow or we something? We don't have mountains at all. Uh, Rose ceremony. So Victoria's crying going into the rose ceremony. That's hard to say. And she said this is the first rose ceremony where she's scared to go home, which is kind of funny. Like, you should have been scared of a rose ceremony. So 
Michelle, Bree, and Piper have roses, if I remember correctly. I don't remember Piper getting a rose, but she's not on my list of who got a rose, and she's in the next episode, so... Yeah, no, I don't remember her getting a rose either. Obviously, I don't take notes, um, but no, because I, I was like, oh, is Piper going home? Like, uh, when I was watching it, but obviously she wasn't. Because Michelle got a rose from her one-on-one. Bree got a rose from... I don't remember which group date. Well, yeah. I remember Bree getting a rose, though. It was the... It was the first was group it? date because she got it on the same group date it had no, Victoria. Chelsea. Chelsea got the rose on the group date that last week that like we didn't see. No, Chelsea the, like, gets a rose in the rose ceremony. Oh no. Dude. Oh, I thought we were talking about last week. Oh, I don't I'm No, so, I'm telling you, like not it's having so confusing. the episodes right is really throwing yes. me off. Okay. So anyways, who gets roses? Brittany, Ryan. Yeah, that's her name. I was like, who the fuck is Brittany? So Brittany and Ryan get those first two roses, and Jesenia says it's time for Victoria to be scared because Matt is obviously setting a precedent of what he will tolerate and not. Then we have Rachel, Serena P, Maggie, Kit, MJ. We don't have a name for our listeners. Wrong reasons, girls and boys. And wrong reasons, people. Trying to be inclusive. Wrong reasons, people. we, as a podcast, gonna I'm going to speak. I'm about to say. I'm going to speak for you right now. And if you disagree with me, sorry, guys. I'm going to start looking for a new host. We no longer stand MJ. We are no. not fans of I MJ. I texted you weeks ago. I said on this podcast weeks ago, I don't really like MJ anymore. I said, you're kind of like MJ. And then I said, I take that back. I finished this episode. I don't yeah, like that's MJ. Fair. That's fair. I, I really just no. bond with girls with uh-uh. curly hair, which there are a lot of on this season. I mean, I do too because I, I want to, to be them. I want to have curly hair so badly. You bother them <laughs> because that's who I want to be. Look at me. Look at me and my fake curls. People say, braids. "Oh, Leah, that's your natural hair," and I say, "No, you don't know how long it takes me to achieve this." Anyway, Ugh, I don't know how I'm gonna do my hair. For I digress. <laughs> Has to look professional. Anyway, so we no longer stand, NJ. Uh, next roses go to Jasenia, Katie, I E R, next Bachelorette, Abigail, Chelsea. Uh, we get continuous cut shots of Victoria just saying BS, talking about how you give a rose to Katie. She's disgusting, which is the that funniest was... word to describe someone, in my opinion. <laughs> I agree. And like, it keeps cutting to Katie when she's saying disgusting and she's just sitting there like being a person. She's not doing anything disgusting. No, I think she's like referencing the fact that she is a vibrator, which is even no, funnier. No, that's like, absolutely it. That and again, disgusting. that... Pr- pr- validates the point that she just walks around calling girls hoes and sluts and she means it so sincerely i i kind of love victoria for that reason i find it really funny even though i know it's right uh, wrong <laughs> well no, Freudian mean, slip right there for like watching tv like i get what you mean I yeah get what you mean okay and then we have this you know the chris harrison says ladies final rose and the final rose goes to serena c huh was that not confusing yeah, to you? Yeah, that was... No, that was random, because I was like, this isn't drama. I thought no, that it must be going to Katie or something, because, like, hers was, like, so far down there, which was random, I felt like. Um, yeah, I feel like Katie should be higher. Wait, 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 wait. I think that we have to say this really quick. This is what I get for never taking notes. I know you, you didn't take this take notes either, but, like... Um, but but then you did anyway when (laughs) i'm so good with words um but when matt is talking to victoria 
And Ooh, he's like, uh-huh. when Katie talked to me yeah. the other night, I can't believe I you forgot snitch, about this. You snitch, Matt. And like, Victoria's like head tilt and her whole demeanor changes because she's in such a, like a better attitude because she knows what she's doing when she walks out of the room, you know, mm-hmm. or like oh, yeah. she knows what she's saying on like in the SUV on her way out. Like she knows oh, she yeah, has I something to, and I just, the music cues in, in this whole episode were just so good. I'd like to say they were so good. The framing, which I'll talk about more when we get to other things, but everything <laughs> was good. And <laughs> whoops. Um, but yeah, I cannot believe that Matt snitched. But also, she didn't really did. We didn't see Victoria telling the other women that no, it had been Katie. No, but I kind of assume she did because she must in have. The There's super no way for the next episode. There's like some reference. So unless Katie comes clean, I kind of think Victoria did, and we just didn't see it on camera. But Serena Seacus's right. last rose, which was so confusing to me, I felt like there was no drama behind that. Uh, so going right. home, Victoria, obviously, Lauren, which I think she deserved more. She's a badass lawyer. She seemed cool. Wait, Catalina. Lauren went home? Yeah. Didn't he give Lauren, like, the second group date rose or something? Yeah, I think the first group date rose. Oh, dang. That I know. sucks. Poor Lauren. Catalina and then Mari, which I also think she deserved more. She won every group date she was on. Oh, yeah. No, I liked Mari. I did, too. I'm kind of bummed by that. So all those girls do their normal like little leave and Victoria comes up. Does she not look like she's hiding behind these girls first? I thought she was going to kind of do this like, I'm not going to leave. I'm just going to see how long it takes for you to notice that I'm still here play. But she walks No, out. I thought she was just going to keep standing there. Yeah, I did too. Because, you know, you see them hugging people and no one is hugging Victoria. And Victoria comes up to him and says, I'm sorry you would listen to hearsay and not all the facts. Oh, I like interwoven like her quote with my commentary. I'm sorry Wait. you would listen to all the hearsay and not all the facts. You think I would hug you? Oh, that's what she says, like, as she leaves. She doesn't hug him, which is n- not a pro-pro for The Bachelor. You always hug them. You leave classy. That gives you a better chance of being the next Bachelorette. <sighs> well, she goes, he just stared at me. The fact that he chose Katie over me, ugh. Yeah, Victoria, it was so crazy. So funny. Um... And also, like, I genuinely believed Matt when he was like, I thought that, like, Victoria had, like, a good heart beneath it all. <laughs> like, <laughs> he seemed so sad. No, like, that's not like, like, generic like devastated. It's not like when, when Sarah was leaving, but I don't know. I, I feel like Matt's not a very good actor, so. No, saying someone has a good heart is just like this generic. The, batch, the producer said, hey, say something nice about her. And he was like, she had a good heart. I was shocked. That's what I say about like people I don't really know, but I was they were nice to me. We went on like a minor Sabrina tangent in a previous episode. I don't really know Sabrina, but I would 100% say, yeah, she had a good heart. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just something you say about people you don't really know, but they were nice to you. That's fair. Also, really quick, did Ben Higgins get married? Did I miss this? This is important so. to me. Okay. You just, you know I'm going to speak now, his wedding. Yeah, of course. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, speak now or forever hold your peace. Okay. I, I was kind of referencing Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, you know I'm not a big enough Taylor Swift fan to know that. Well, one of her albums is, is called Speak Now. No, I know that. Is that what okay. that's referencing? Yeah. Oh. I the first that. line is, I'm not the kind of girl who should be really barging in on a white veil occasion. 
that's not oh. the first line but anyway oh. you're not the kind of boy who should be marrying the wrong girl <laughs> me to ben higgins <laughs>